When did I start it? You know what? Can we just do the show? I we're, never we're start. start I've been ready to start for 30 minutes. You know what I do? I respond. I would like to start the show, me personally, so I can clock You're out. not going to start the show. Well, you start it so I can finish the show. Either way, that's one way or the other. I'm either going to start or finish it. I'm KD Bo Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. What's up, everybody? I am KD Bo Rod Minger. Hilarious. Tiny, a.k.a. Indescribable. I just use lotion. Lotion. Come on. It's the KD Bo Show okay. live from the Content Factory. Thank you so much for joining us. And of course, those of you that are just watching, uh, feel free to subscribe, hit the notification bell, and let so we can let you know whenever we come out with something incredible. Today's show is going to be uh, a cornucopia of uh, interesting scenarios that I think will make you smile. Think, laugh, or chuckle. Preferably over a 15-second intro of a song. Wow. Across a quarter hour. It's a seven-step somatical differential I learned from Jerry Bolden. God rest his soul. Nice. Then there's that. Um, I want to jump right into this one. So we didn't get a chance to talk about it when it happened. Mm-hmm. So the Minnesota Vikings were playing the Arizona Cardinals, a Sunday night game, and it was at the end, and it was a field goal that was going to win the game. Minnesota was ready to kick the field goal, and they kicked it, but it didn't go in. But the Minnesota Vikings uh, play-by-play announcer didn't quite see the right angle. Take a listen. High snap. Joseph, come on! So contract. Oh, that play after play toward the end fought its way back. <laughs> Missed it by like a foot. And just, oh my God. So I felt so bad for him, man, because you get so excited, you get overly joyous because your team just beat. It was a hard fought game, and your team just beat. Only they didn't. They and, did not. And you told the whole world that they did. I feel some type of way about him. I feel sympathy, empathy for him because, quite frankly, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, it happened to me. It was Sunday night football. Yes. And it was during the time in which uh, Al Davis Mm -hmm. had just passed. Okay. Now, you let Isaac Curry tell the story. Isaac said, I came on the air and I said, ladies and gentlemen, Al Davis just died. What he says. That's what he says. Oh my God. Okay. TMZ grabbed it and they was doing the most with the caption, but please take, take a listen to what I said and how I said it. Throughout the National Football League today, of course, the acknowledgement of the passing yesterday of Al Davis of the Raiders with a moment of silence. Right now, let's join the public address announcer here at the Georgia Dome. Ladies and gentlemen. Please stand and join in a moment of silence for the legendary Hall of Fame leader of the Oakland Raiders, Al Davis, who died yesterday at the age of 82. Okay. 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 We're good. We're good. So, okay, Rod. Okay. Was that that way too exciting? Yes, it was. (laughs) There was no sympathy in your voice at all. He just died. Ladies and gentlemen, stand up and we take a moment of silence for the legendary Al Davis, who died yesterday. Yeah, okay, first of all, first of all. Was the Falcons winning that game? But you sounded great, KD. Was the Falcons winning? It sounded like they were winning. You were celebrating. You had to turn down something. And so here's the thing. 
This was in what, 2013, 20, what, what year was this? Hold on. Let me find out. I'm going to tell you exactly when it was. Because <laughs> maybe I wasn't that good. Okay, y'all didn't say nothing about that. But y'all want to roast the joke. I mean, I didn't even live here yet. This is 2011. Oh, I was 2011. So it was 2011. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm like, okay, I'm in the throes of this thing. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm learning my way. Right. right. And so as the announcer, I just, maybe I put a little sauce on it. But it wasn't like what they said. The, the caption on TMZ was Falcons announcer. Way too excited. You were a little excited. It was a very exciting moment for you. Like you were happy to be there. And then something bad happened while you were already excited. So you don't give me nothing on this. You just go on. Yo, I was very, way too excited. Oh, okay. And then you told him to stand up for the moment of silence. I didn't say, and then you, did yeah, I say stand up? Yeah, you said stand up. Yeah, they told her, okay, I was reading the script. The script yeah. said you're supposed to stand. Yes. I mean, you, you know, did that. You, I mean, they quiet. stood up with energy. <laughs> the energy they stood up with was they amazing. They thought they was going to win concert oh, tickets. Yeah, <laughs> they whatever. Thought, they All thought right. they was about to do the wave. Hey, man, so I understand. I understand. Swag surf. Yeah, I understand, uh, bro, what you're going through. And I, I, I've been there before. So trust me, man. Just uh, you, you have my condolences. And it's going to be okay. It's, it's been a lot fine. of bloopers with football. You remember uh, the Monday night game with the uh, Ravens and uh, Raiders. The, they dapped each other up and went off the field because they thought the game was over. And then they reviewed the touchdown. Some of the players had already went to the locker room. Oh, that, was, that wasn't that was too long ago. Yeah, that was last week. And yeah. they had to call everybody back. They had like dapped each other up, took their little pictures and took their jerseys off and went to the locker room. And they was like, oh, that wasn't a touchdown. We're going into overtime. So they come back out there. How did they play. have enough time to get all the way in the locker room? Because they, it just looked like a touchdown. Like he went in, like he dove in. So they wow. celebrate. Like it was no time left in the game. Wow. So they thought it was like a game winning touchdown. So they celebrated. They shook hands, went to the locker room, and they're like, oh, excuse me, after review on the play that was not a touchdown going into overtime. Truth is, man, when you make a mistake, you're going to make a mistake. Uh, if you're doing anything in the public, you're going to make a mistake. And you just, it's its not the fact that you made the mistake, it's how you recover from it. Yes. So, I mean, I stayed with it and I made, you know, a lot yeah. of money still yeah, because of that. Yeah, but, but nobody's worried about the money you made. Well, Rob, That's not a part of it. It's just a mistake you we're made. We're not doing this today. It's a mistake you made. That's what everybody's worried about. Nobody cares what your contract That's said. what you worry about. No, that's not what anybody was worried You're about. You're concerned about the At mistake. that moment, we everybody, everybody realized. But we get up. Oh, wow. You know, however you're going to cover it up, you know. So you don't want to fight with Jesus, though. See, I'm saying? I see how you're backed up on you that. Know, it's it's kind of like, like when somebody goes start, to the Apollo and they sing a gospel song. You can't boo the person singing the gospel song. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's you pretty know? good. So you got to let it go. Same thing. Uh, anyway, I, I want to stay on this in the sports arena. Did you see this uh, article? This was a while ago. Somebody wants to buy it. Was, so on Leland.com, this okay. website, they have Michael Jordan's used uh, draws. <laughs> Sorry. Up for, <laughs> up for sale. All right. And it's, it's not, not just so much the draws that we consider. That's the trip. About as close to greatness as one can get. This is just one of the many items in this auction that were given to Miss to Wozniak. Oh, from MJ himself, including suits, ties, belts, and jackets. The top bid was six hundred five. Right now, the top bid is like from what I saw recently was twelve ninety nine, almost thirteen hundred dollars for this man's draws. Draws, and no, it was one part of the article that I thought was interesting, and it talked about how they were definitely used. That's pretty gross. My question is, how do you know that they were? Definitely. Oh, oh, no. There's a stain no. in the back. We're not going to. There's a stain. There's a stain somewhere on them. No, we're not going to do that. That's the only way you know they were used. I see the, yeah. see the stain in the back or stain in the, in the middle. But, but I think the guy got, the, got them dry cleaned, right? 
I'm, got, I'm sure he would. Yeah, if he got, bought him, but, got him dry clean. Well, do you want to be known as the person who bought somebody's used drawers? Who wants though? to buy used drawers? I don't. Which, which is a great question. I don't know if there's anybody that I would buy their underwear from per se, but I think that it would be. I would probably buy an item that is different. Like, um, I don't know, maybe a, a, a sock or something from Dr. Mm-hmm. Martin Luther King Jr. Nah. I don't. I'm okay not trying to touch nothing. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. I'm okay with going to the house. Take a picture at the house, you know, keep it moving. That's it. I'm okay with that. I don't need I don't need an actual item. Yeah. I'm cool. You yeah. know, but people buy weird stuff it's like a bit that. Obsessive. Man. People are obsessed with like celebrities. They want weird stuff. Like uh I told you uh, a couple years ago, somebody bought the, the car that Tupac had his last day in. Somebody bought that car for like two million dollars. Oh, they bought the actual car that his last day was in with the holes in it. With and the holes in it. Oh my gosh, man! Yeah, uh, somebody bought. Uh, what's something else weird? Somebody bought. Uh, I got something. So what? I said I got something. What you got? So somebody bought um, Lady Gaga's fake fingernail. No, for twelve thousand dollars. Somebody picked okay, it up backstage and fell we off. We as Americans are sick. And um, yeah, a so fake, fake fingernail. fingernail. Yep. It fell off, and then they said, I got to have this. Yep. You know what? That doesn't shock me. They were buying uh, air from Kanye West's uh, concert. Bags of air. Wow, man. I, I don't know. But, not even, but, but like a Michael Jackson sock or something like that. I would take a Michael Jackson glove or a jacket glove, or something. Yeah. The glitter but socks? I'm not, you wouldn't get the glitter no, socks? No, I'm good on a sock. looks like something. Yeah. Like the glove looks like A sock like could be something glove. I did. The socks are glittery, too. Yeah, but it could have been something I put together <laughs> from Hobby Lobby. <laughs> glittery socks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, know, uh, you know, Barry Bonds was selling his balls. Wait a minute. No, we're not doing. You know that. the season when he had seventy home runs. Yep, I don't care so about every every ball he had over every home run he had over sixty. Is this on? They were they were. Is this on? Is this on? God, back to the Is this on? When he had the seventy home run season, <laughs> hello, all his balls were worth money. I'm sorry, but it's a Facebook algorithm. Hold on, hello. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, y'all, you and YouTube tripping, huh? Yeah, I know. We gonna work it out. When mm-hmm. the season when Barry Bonds had seventy home runs, oh, okay, every okay. every I think, ball, I think he's going to clear yeah, it up. Every ball he had over sixty was worth a hundred thousand dollars. So people were in the stands fighting over Barry Bonds' balls. Oh my gosh! I knew it was coming. It's the alliteration. <laughs> they were all they right. were fighting over his home run ball. Okay, all right. Then gotcha. that. Could have said home run, but whatever. Uh, so anyway, I, I wouldn't do it. You said you would. Oh, not not would nothing you? that's been on. If it's if it's touched a foot or you know. I don't want bottom any. part or something yeah, like that. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Undergarments. I'm straight. Yeah, yeah I'm good on that. Right. You know, we talked about this before, <clears throat> kind of handed towards it, but I'm wondering now, because I know that they were going to shut OnlyFans down, mm-hmm. but <laughs> then they decided not to shut it down because I guess the outcry, whatever, whatever. Okay, we could. So one of the challenges that one pastor was, um, <clears throat> I guess she used to be on OnlyFans and then she started pastoring a church. Wow. Because the Lord called her. The Lord called her. He can call oh, you from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Called her from, I don't know if he called her from OnlyFans or not. What was she? Did, she was on OnlyFans and she, she, re, she made her gallant return and she returned because she said that she's tired of this very judgmental church, church going people. They just, they're bugging and I can't do it anymore. So this was a way to not be judged, go and do porn. Well, I mean, she says, if I'm going to be judged, then I'm going to make, uh, was it $300,000 doing it? So apparently oh. she was making like $300,000 on OnlyFans. And wow, I, that's different. Yeah. Yeah, she did that. Yeah. How many of her subscribers are from our the church? Local, there you go. Members. And then there's that. Wow. They always, it's somehow. Because they love being judgmental now, but they still be having they them subscriptions. They're going to find you. Just so they can talk about they gonna you. They're going to pay for it. They will pay for you on pay-per-view just to judge. 
I've seen. Hmm. Uh, okay, so <laughs> where I want to go with this is, I guess my challenge is, so the church being judgmental. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to say, is that a thing? 100%, especially the black church. But like, 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 obviously for, like, she's like, for real though. Like, white. The, okay, I don't believe the church is judgmental. Church people mm-hmm. are judgmental or can be judgmental, but I don't think that church people are any more judgmental than people that are not in the church. Quite frankly, yeah. you just don't expect it from the church. Yeah, but the people, I was about to say, but the people in the church have been instructed specifically to not be judgmental. Yeah, but judgmental is judgmental. I just think yeah. that if you go into a situation and you don't expect the to be judged and you get judged, then I think it just hits you in a different space. Mm. You feel me? So I, I, I don't I don't know this part. You went back to OnlyFans. Hey, man, that's hey, li- live your best life. I don't. I'm 100% sure she's going to be judged for that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not even me. Like, I could care less. Yep. This is a story that just came across our laptops or whatever. So, Shawty, do you. But I'm just confused. Like, why is this a conversation that we're having within the church? Well, it's a story. Well, it's a story because it's a pastor. And I think exactly. that, I think that does it. anybody else could do it and it'd be different. But when pastors do it or, or, or church members do it, church members drink. Oh, that church member was drinking. Mm, that part. Church members, uh, you know, enjoying a cigar. Oh my gosh, smoking! <laughs> it can become that way. Your body is a temple. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I just feel like, to me, I feel like we are. We have a. a, a when you say you are a child of God or whatever, you immediately get a bullseye on your back. Mm, it's facts. And I don't know if that's just par for the course, or if there's some growth that we all as a as a culture just need to need to grow up in like we need to do better just like, let it go and do you mind your own vision that's it i see what you did right there i see what i did there that's it yeah. it's really very simple real simple just mind your business i don't really care because she could be on only fans showing her toes but not even uh, um, or I, doing bible study let me tell you something i don't then I don't, that. I don't care about this little white lady on, on this only fans thing <laughs> okay. i want to i want to dial in on the fact that we we judge church people because they're not supposed to do it when in fact, if none of us are supposed to do it, then why is it a thing? That's true. Yeah, uh, that does happen a lot, man. Um, I actually just had this conversation with somebody last week. So I did a comedy show last week that was supposed to be a church show. Mm. And I got there and the DJ was playing Ludacris and Uncle Luke and, you know, swag and surf. And then I was like, OK, this isn't a church show. So I did my show like it wasn't a church show and they had a great time. Mm. So then the guy that booked me for it was like, yeah, man, I mean, I said it was a church show, but some of my church folks are going to be there. I ain't really want them to be judgmental. I said, how would they judge what I say on stage when they probably pulled up listening to Tupac? Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, people would just be so uh, dead set on judging what you're going to say to them and not worried about what they're doing themselves. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it makes perfect sense. I just. I don't know what I can do to stave that because people are going to be people. Yep. But I just think that the whole judgmental thing where we just want to, I think that, that we get upset when somebody does something that we, we want to do, but we ain't really supposed to do, mm-hmm. but you, they're doing it. They're getting away with it. Let's, you know, you know, stone them. Yeah. And I, I just think that that it's just, it's, it's weird. And I don't, I don't care for it. And I don't, I hate that we even talking about this, but I want to talk about it from the perspective of, yo man, let's, let's chill. Let's just chill out. Just, just shut it up. Just yeah. shut up and just go see what you want to see and 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 deal right. with that by yourself. Well, well, and granted, granted, the whole concept of can't nobody judge me. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. 
And I don't, I think we can go too left with that too, because the Bible actually doesn't really tell us like not to, when it says don't judge, it says don't judge unrighteous judgment. Mm. But if you say, okay, so if you, if you're saying, yo, you said this is an orange, it tastes like apple. Mm. Why are you judging? No, that's not judging. That's just, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking facts here. Mm-hmm. So I think that when, when you have a, a situation where you want to help somebody get better, or you're calling them out, you're judging me. No, no, I don't think it's judging. I just think that we just got to get our feelings off of our, off of our sleeves. Mm-hmm. And though, but as being a pastor, aren't you held to a higher standard? Like you're, is, is it a difference between the pastor that's just ordained or is it something where you're like, you're shepherding people and then you want to go do OnlyFans? It's supposed like, to be leading on, the sheep. Well, yeah, you all in the sheets. <laughs> I, I agree that <laughs> I, I don't agree with the fact that the pastor did OnlyFans. I don't agree with that at all. I just think that that's very that, disappointing. But, first of all, it's, it's very weird. It's the but it's the conversation because it's the pastor. That's why well, we don't it's have very off-brand about because the members, members can have OnlyFans. You, and that's you're the there to get help. That's they like the doctor <laughs> taking its own, uh, taking its own medicine. Subscribe in some Xanax because he want to have fun. I don't know. Like it's, it feels recreational a drug usage. Oh, yeah, that was a great analogy right there. Yeah, my, my challenge is not so much trying to tell people what they should or shouldn't do. My challenge is mm-hmm. giving people the. If I say, "Yo, Tiny, I don't really, I don't really think that you should do. I don't think that's a good look for you." Mm-hmm. And you know, consider. Maybe, you know, doing a, a different route. Am I judging you? Yeah, I'm only judging mm-hmm. you is if, if my actions towards you are now like, man, you ain't do what I said. I think, it's, I think it's situational because it depends on your relationship with the person who's telling you. It depends on mm. how comfortable. I mean, I've, I think you've said before, like you give certain people authority to speak to you a certain kind of way. And if we're not on that level, then obviously. The sensitive stuff, you're right. Yeah, that would be something like, uh, but mind your business though. Mm. But I mean, you have to consider you know, how well you know a person and what their original intentions are. Because a lot of times stuff just don't come out right. Mm-hmm. What is our business, though? If, you, if you're in the, in the community, you're in my family. Mm-hmm. I know you next door. Y- y'all are selling illegal substances over there. Mm-hmm. All right. And you're saying, hey, don't do that because, you know, I saw people, you know, mm-hmm. get in trouble. Mm-hmm. I get it. But is there, is there a good situation for you to not mind your business? Because think about it, if it wasn't for them, for the good white folks that looked out for us during the civil rights movement, mm. they didn't, they, they were all up in our business. I don't know if the civil rights movement or whatever would have progressed the way it did. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you've got to kind of not just mind your business, but you got to get in somebody else's business for the betterment of society. Thoughts? I do agree. I think, uh, again, I think it's something that it, it really just depends. Because if it's, it, to me, if people next door are, engaging in pharmaceutical sales. Um, I probably just knew I probably just move. I'm not the type to because you know how you have that energy that when you see your neighbors or whoever, there's energy there. You know, if somebody got a noise complaint, you know what I'm saying? You know, kind of who it would come from, oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Stuff yeah. like that. You don't want unnecessary attention. Um, it's used to Michelle. So, right. And I'm not saying that obviously I'm not saying doing what they're doing is okay, but that's, that's attention that I don't need. I'm going I'm to I'm push a little bit on this because one of the challenges that I have is that black folks, we start doing better and we leave the hood and we don't consider going back. We take our resources, we take our, the way we think, 
the the help that we can give and we move and we don't we don't we don't give back. We don't we're not community minded in many cases. And I think that I'm not telling you to get a get a house, you know, in, um, in Bankhead. Mm-hmm. I am saying that if we would <laughs> if we would just maybe not just mind our own business only. This world would probably be a, a little better. Now, I agree with you that there's a certain way that it's got to look. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm, I'm my brother's keeper. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know any other way outside of that. And granted, even if I am my brother's keeper, only applies to my house and my block, the the, the three houses that are around me. Mm-hmm. Then I'm doing my job. I'm my brother's keeper, man. I'm, I'm a, hey, man. I want to know your kids now. I want to know what they do. I want to make sure y'all good. Like that. That's that's my thoughts. And I think if we do more of that, I think the world would be a better place. You can't do that in the hood, man. Like they, right. okay, yeah, they're gonna be a keeper of some of your stuff too. Like at that point, You're that's right. why we move out the hood, and and I feel like build a better foundation, a better community around us of like minded people. People stay in the hood because people stay in the hood. That's that's really the way I look at it. It is due to lack of education, but it's still there. We have Google. You can figure anything out, dude. Like, nah, there's mm-hmm. no excuse for us now. I'm going I'm to I'm push back a little bit on the character characterization, because if somebody came in your house and they took your stuff, chances are, you know who did it. Yeah. And it's that I don't get in other people's business mm-hmm. that keeps us in this perpetual cycle of being a, a, a meme. And I'm saying until we think outside of the box and say, hey, nope, Reginald did it. So and then we deal with Reginald accordingly. Make sure you don't ever do that again. Get you the help that you need. You know, such such and such baby was was, you know, violated or whatever. Mm-hmm. Find Reggie or whoever it was. Yep. Deal with it accordingly. I'm a little militant about that. Say, I'm a little militant about that. When you say deal with it accordingly, you mean I legally mean, or I mean, accordingly? I mean accordingly. Oh, okay. Because when you in the when you in the community, they're gonna meet on fourth and uh. Yeah. L- listen, <laughs> when you in the community, then you know there's certain rules that that you know govern a certain community. Hey, man, you know, and even if they say, hey, you do that outside of here, you don't do that here. Even that's some rules. I'm not telling you that it's right. At least you have some some governing rules mm-hmm. that that at least you ain't willy nilly out here just doing all kinds of stuff and you violate your own people. That's dumb to me. That's dumb to me. And I don't, I just, I just don't think that we need to just move away from the hood. Don't think about the hood no more. Don't think about black people. That's why I want to live around black people. That's that, that, that's a faulty thought, but I'm on a tangent and I don't want to stay there. I just know that that is how, and I don't have chosen to live my life like that. Mm. Do you live in the hood right now? I don't. Why not? But I do work in the hood. Okay. But I do work in the hood. You do work in the hood. So it's okay to move. Oh, it's absolutely okay to move. Okay, Thank I you. Do. Thank you for that Thank distinction. Much. Yeah. It's absolutely okay to move. I'm saying, don't forget where you came from. Oh, yeah, nah. Because there's people that really need what you bring to the table. This is true. Absolutely. Uh, I, yeah, now, that's true. Now, that's true. I just, yeah. I thought, I just want to make sure people didn't mix up what you were saying about Sometimes yeah. you do got to move. Man, I don't know. I mean, yeah. listen, I, I get the fact that, you know, you know, people in the hood, your cousins and them, they tend to put their hands on stuff that don't belong to them. I get Bro, that. Listen. But if we, if we have this community mindset, then we say, hey, if we do it, we don't do that here, though. Well, yeah. We don't do that here. And if you choose to do it here, okay, right. hey, hey, this, this ain't Hey man, hey, this this ain't John Creek uh player. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Do, okay. Do that here if you want. What they call you. it hood justice. And, and and don't get it twisted. Don't think that somebody not telling on Reggie, our first 48 would not exist. 
then there's that. Well, I got a, a great example of somebody who um, who moved out the hood, but then what he did in his community, he just started, his parents still live there, right? Mm-hmm. Where mom and daddy always, you know, kind of stay where they at. So he started buying up the houses around the neighborhood so that he could know who's living around his parents. And then he could oh. also offer housing to people that needed it. So he's like, okay, cool. Y'all keep on saying you have bad landlords. I, y'all know me. I'm not a bad landlord. That's Just good. pay your rent. That's good. Oh man, that's good. That's real good. Yeah. Buy back the block. Hey man, I'm on the I'm on I'm on the whole thing of man, we we can buy the block, but bro, we could buy a city. We we have collaborative economics. Yeah, we tried that once. Can you but they burned it to the ground? Well, okay, well, we we look I mean not, not to be pessimistic. We're a little different now. Just yeah, we, throwing we're, it out there, Black Wall Street. We're a little different now. <laughs> you know, you know, tiny. <laughs> she woke up this morning and she chose violence. <laughs> I I've literally just <laughs> Literally just commenting on the conversation. Burned it to the ground. (laughs) I'm just saying. Yeah, we did that before. So we did it before. Yes, we just might have to restructure the (laughs) (laughs) execution of it. Yep, how we do it. And and I think it's not the fact that bad stuff happens to us; it's how we choose to respond Mm, when bad stuff happens to us. And so I'm like, yo, I'm all for rebuilding it. If it ain't got to be Black Wall Street, it can be you know uh, uh, Auburn Ave, which Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. did that before too. But you know, then there's that. I just feel like the, the culture has changed. And as long as we just don't allow our past um, trauma to dictate our future success, mm-hmm. then, then, then we go on somewhere. We can, mm-hmm. we can do something incredible. You know, I agree. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Great words from Katie Bull. Now it's time, ladies and gentlemen, for story time with Rod Binger. Oh, man, that was really put me on the spot right there. So I want to ask y'all a question before I went into this story right here. Is there ever been a moment in one of y'all relationships where you, your manhood has been tested randomly and you, your womanhood has been tested randomly? Like just a random scenario where you like you knew in that moment you had to do something that you wasn't prepared to do. Just want to start with that question. Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear that example. And then I want you to think of something where you like, I got to do this because I'm a woman. I got to do this because this moment is happening in a relationship. Oh, in a relationship. Yeah, in a relationship moment. I need, I think I need more context. Okay, let's say like, uh, okay, with a woman, let's say like a dude, I mean, another woman walked up trying to talk to your dude while you're standing right there. Okay. Or something like that. Or something as a man, you know, we always don't want to kill the bug, kill the bat, get the dog out the yard, you know, those type of things. Mm -hmm. So those type of scenarios. Yeah. So give me one. Give me one that you have. So um, with with my really with my kids though, okay. uh, like I'm I'm morbidly, morbidly afraid of wasps. Oh, like morbidly, like folk folds up, like bro, like oh yeah, right, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But the thing is, my dad wasn't, and I, I maybe he was, I don't know, but because my mom did say something later on in life, but right, I right. never knew. So. So when something happens around the house now and a wasp is there, I, f- I feel myself tighten up, but my, I will never let my kids or my wife see that I am terrified. So you, so in front of your kids, you'll grab, you'll grab the wasp. I won't grab the wasp, but I will tear the whole wall down. I will burn the whole wall down to get that wasp. I like that. See, that's you the know? moment. Because as yeah. a man, we are required to come. No matter what y'all ask for, we're required to come. Yep. Whether that's a wasp, a bear, or a snake. What about you, Tiny? Oh! Oh, wait a minute, snake. I'm going to call somebody. I, I'm sorry. You got to go get it. Though. If it's in the <laughs> house, you got to go get it. I'm, I'm going to get my family out of the house. in the house. Well, well that's, a, that's a decision, too. First of all, I don't, I don't even know, live there happened. anymore. That it's not happened. even my house in my anymore. Garage. I did have one in my garage. <laughs> this is the snake's house. <laughs> I don't live there. Where you got people you can call? 
That's that snake's house. <laughs> that's the snake's house. That's, Jazz told me the same thing. She's like, if a lizard got in the house not, and he was on the road. We, he live here now. A lizard? She hates reptiles. She said, if a lizard gets in this house and you're on the road, just know that we've moved when you get back. We don't live there. And that's not our residence. I don't, I, you're going to have to figure it out. You're going to come home, put your key in the door, and somebody's going to be living there. It won't be us. Right. <laughs> all right. So the reason I asked this question, all right, because uh, a random story came to my attention that I, I told, I realized I never, told, I never told anybody out loud until the other day. So I had a date where I went white water rafting. Okay, so let, let me set this up too. The girl that I'm going white water rafting uh, with doesn't know how to swim. Now, everybody knows when you go white water rafting, there's always an instructor in the mm-hmm. back of the boat. He's a trained professional. He's probably a Marine, mm. uh, you know, military or a scuba diver of some sort. His job is to lead y'all through these, these rapids, make sure everybody's safe, and jump out and swim if anybody falls off. That's just, you, you know that from the, pre- from the orientation. Now, mm. I go whitewater rafting with this woman who cannot swim. And then what happens? She no. falls off of course the boat. She now, at that moment, as a man, I know I have to do something. But in real life, in real life, <laughs> this man in the back is trained for these moments. Right. But there's some different, there's some different dynamic time. So I'm bring you here. Everybody on that boat was white, except for us. Oh. So there's two different sets of eyes in my brain. There's her eyes, and then there's the group's eyes. What is this black man going to do now that his black girlfriend has fallen off this boat? <gasps> wait a minute, wait, 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 Yes. Jazz? No, this is not jazz. This is an old girl. This, this is a while ago. No, this is not. Jazz can swim. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Boy, you messed me up right there. You messed me up. So, you messed me up. Okay. Yeah. So she falls off this boat. I mean, we're, we're in the good part. I'm talking about the water. I mean, it's hitting the rocks. Like, I mean, boom. I mean, it's, it's, it's we're in one of those spots. I don't know if y'all been white water rafting. Yeah. I hope we can get some traffic with this comments. I'm telling this story. I mean, the I mean, it's out of control. And I'm just, you know, I'm doing my part. You know, he's like, left, right, shift. You know, he's giving the, he's giving the directions. And I'm, I'm kind of on my left side. As I look to the right, and the she water. is gone. Oh, she is off my the gosh. boat. And she's screaming. Oh, man, she's not screaming. She has panicked into a silence. But she has the life raft on, but she okay. is getting farther and farther away from the boat. Okay, but and she you're looking. No, no, no. There's a moment. There's a moment. Of, it's a split second moment. I'm like, I got to jump well, off. She's the only black guy on this boat. I got to go after her. But this guy this is, is trained for it. This is his job. Yes. This is his job. Facts. But I'm like, as a black man in front of all these whites, I can't not do something. <laughs> it gets interesting. I jump off. I'm a great swimmer. I jump off. I'm swimming towards her, but in her panic, she just looked at the sky, eyes up, and she, she has she, already she, resolved. She's already died. <laughs> she has already died. She's already gone. So as oh, I'm Lord. making my way, I'm swimming. I'm, I'm going. You know, I got my stroke going. I'm like, I, I, I get it. You know, she's like, I got a life jacket on. I hear something behind me. This professional laps me. You, 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 snatches her up and laps me going back to the boat. She never seen me jump off the boat. Oh, wow. Right. This dude smokes by me and smokes back to the boat and gets her on there. She doesn't even she doesn't even come to consciousness. She's married to a white man. To she this is furious <laughs> because she never seen me get off the boat. But I did. He was just a faster oh, swimmer than I was. He, he Michael felt we didn't have time. He don't know black code. He's a white guy. He's a white. Oh right? God. So he don't know this look in her face. And she's pissed because she thinks I never jumped off the boat. She's like, I can't believe him. We're still in the rapids. Oh. So I don't have time to explain to her that I helped. <laughs> he just beat me. So I get on the boat. She's over there with the, the evil stare. Because she don't know I jumped off. She didn't see it. 
because <laughs> he let me go in to get her, let me back to the boat. I'm getting on the boat behind him, but she don't really. But in her eyes, when she come back to, from our panic, she thinks I just been sitting there. But why were you silent? Silent. It wasn't. T- we're still in the water. Still in the water. Why didn't you say, "Hey, I'm coming to get you"? Hold I mean, on, baby. I, I mean, I'm coming. I'm, say, I'm pretty sure life, she was checked out anyway. You think this is a split second decision? I'm just swimming towards her. And she's looking up how and kind of just pulled off. How you swimming? She was swimming. Though. She Wait was, a minute. How were you swimming? Oh, I was going. I was, I was, I was on my way. I was, I was coming. I was coming. I was on the way, right? I was, I was super there, right? You're and I'm like, I'm on the doggy paddle. But then, you know, there's, there's, there's a couple of moments in my mind that are going on. So I, that's okay. why we tell the whole story. So, like, first thing, I'm like, he's trying for this. He should have just jumped off immediately. Facts. First, but then, second thing, I don't want this group judging me because, like, oh, they think black people can't swim. Duh. So then there's that. Then it's the third thing. I don't have time to explain this to her because we're still in the we're still in the water. Like so when she got a boat, it's like, hey, you good? All right, everybody get the paddle because we're still out there. So I don't have time to be like, yo, no, I came, but he beat me. But then also the swimmer in me be like, that's a rope right there that you could have just grabbed. You know what I'm saying? But I don't have time to explain it. But it was a rope. For her. For anybody that falls off the boat. There's a, they throw a, a big rope towards you. But <laughs> she was so in the sky, she never seen the rope coming her way. But it's a big orange rope. And I'm uh, like, as a swimmer, I'm, I'm like, the, the rope's incredible. right there. This is incredible. This is a minute, but I have a split second decision. So that was my moment where I like, I had to jump out there. But I'm like, my the swimmer be like, there's a big rope, right? You you see, you don't see that rope? There's a rope right there. Like, grab it. You know what I'm saying? But like, I gotta go. But I go and this dude laps me to her and laps past me getting back. Right, I would just stay in the water. Let, let me just pause for a second. Okay. I would just stay in the water. So, okay, so Rod's, Rod's your man. This is, this is you that's actually in the water. Oh, no. And so you get back <laughs> in the boat. And again, you don't know he got in there. What's the conversation like? This is going to be a long ride home. See what I'm saying? It's going to be a long ride home. So I, but I did the but right thing. I mean, it, I mean what I'm saying. What can you say to make it better, though? There's so many things that happen here. That just that just really suck for him. <laughs> if she's in the water and she, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, so you ain't gonna jump off the boat and save me. Right. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so you ain't so you ain't gonna hop in the water for me? <laughs> now they done had 47 hypothetical arguments oh, up until man. this this time. <laughs> what if I didn't have no arms? What if I was four feet tall? Oh my god. What if I had a unibrow? You oh, know, we have all god. these hypothetical situations and we never ask the important ones. If I fall off a raft, it's his face. <laughs> Yo, this is if so I good. fall off of a raft of six like, legs, are you diving in no, white no, water? No, 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 watch this. It's the same thing. This is these are questions that marriages are built on. If I'm on a cruise ship and for some reason the wind hit me and I go over the boat, then that's that. Are you jumping? Are you in? jumping in the ocean, ladies and gentlemen? And dying with me, ladies and, and gentlemen. Good. Indescribable won't be there. It sounds good. We're gonna break up that day. It sounds good on paper. Relationship over. It's I'm not like, doing it. It's about that kind of stuff. It sounds great on paper, but I, I, mean, I ain't gonna lie. I, I would I would jump. I would jump. It sounds good. That's cute. You know, and you know, it, that's cute happen. for you. It's just like the, the dude that went golfing, the alligator came out the pond and, and, and grabbed one of his people. He went out there and fought hard, but he got put in a weird decision because his girl was there. Again. He had to do something. Okay, so at the end of the day, he he went out there. Okay, right. So mm-hmm. was it his girl that was out there? No, it was uh it was like somebody they were babysitting somebody. So it was like it was a whole scenario. What was the, as a, as it, was, a it was a kid. It was, was it his kid? I don't know if it was his kid or one of the kids he was babysitting, but it was multiple kids. They were out there playing, skipping rocks or whatever. Did an alligator, wham. No, no. He had to go out there. He had to. He didn't have a choice. Let me tell you something about my wife. Let me tell you something about my wife. (laughs) My wife be like, that ain't your business. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That ain't. That's exactly how I feel. But the kids was with him. That ain't you. They was cute. They, they were with the kids. It was like their children and somebody else's children together. Oh, they was the neighbor's kids. Yeah, like maybe the neighbor's kid or a family friend or whatever. We'll we'll make them a pound cake for the setting up. It's rough. 
But who like, gonna do the body? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and, and then see, that's the tiny like, point. Think about like as we're going through the rapids. Think about the conversation we're not having. So I mean, she's having a conversation in her mind. Oh my god! About the whole scenario, she never believed I jumped out there. And so, so, so you, there's nothing you can tell. Nobody her. else. At, she, no, I mean, none of these witnesses. Them. We don't know them. They're strangers. Hey, sir. sir. I would have asked. Excuse me, ma'am. Can you oh, please think confirm? About the conversation doesn't happen until we get back to hey, land. Hey, Abigail, real quick, real quick, real quick, <laughs> Becky, real quick. <laughs> tell her what just happened. <laughs> tell her what just went and, on and how I jumped in first. Tell her real quick. Oh, but see, that's the thing. She didn't tell me how furious she was until we got back to the room. But you knew she was furious. I mean, I knew she was fuming because she. But there was some panic and some like. You know how you know. Sometimes a woman think you're just supposed to be knowing that she's about to fall off the boat anyway. So it wasn't no kind of restraints. It wasn't no seatbelts or nothing. I mean, no, no, no. When you when you white water raft, it's just your life jacket and your paddle. Mm-mm. Let's go. And then there's a big rope that they know that if you go, if you fall off the boat, they tell you orientation. We're gonna throw this orange rope towards you, and it's humongous. Like you can't miss it. So that's why I was like, there's too many, let, too many let me put things some real time on here. it. It it might have took me maybe five, ten seconds max to try to make my final decision. Like, because I'm watching the rope. I'm like, the rope is right. Oh, so you delayed because. The they, rope is right there. I'm looking at it. But you see that she's checked out and I, she's I, not going to be able to get there. she checked out, I'm like, she's not looking at the rope. Yeah, but you didn't was, say, look at the rope. I'm like, grab the rope. Like, I'm saying it, but... What's her name again? No, we're not doing that. <laughs> no, we're not doing he's that. He's so messy. What's boy, you messy. Boy, you messy as hell, boy. <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing that, but... Oh, man. But in all honesty, I jumped out there. I jumped out there. The dude just... He was a better swimmer. Well, I got to tell you, man. First of all, congratulations to you for jumping out there because that that, that water, from what I hear... Oh, it's rough. Yeah, it's rough, man. It you, can, rough. you can you can die oh, out there. Yeah, in those that's, that's what like was about to happen. Somebody yeah. was about to. I was, let me go and jump out here. Maybe she'll make some eye contact with me on the way back to the boat. She didn't. <sighs> she didn't. She didn't even know I was out there. Mm. Thought I was wet from just a regular white water raft. No, nah, I'm wet because I, do- I dove in. <laughs> when when you think about, um, I don't know, man. When you think about love, bro, it's. <laughs> I think guys and girls, we 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 do look. I think we look at it differently. Um, you think about marriage, you marry for love, um, all the ro- Harlequin romance stories and all this kind of stuff, LMN and what mm-hmm. have you. It's about the romanticized love piece of it. And when I tell you they were talking about this thing like you wouldn't believe, I said, guys that are legacy minded tend to marry for trust, not love. Love definitely is a reason, but it's not the reason. We've loved, you know, many. We've trusted few. So trusting her with our money and our children isn't a small thing. Passion is one thing. Posterity is another. And I thought that I was going to be dragged through the mud. Because the fact that a guy will not marry you primarily for love is a a thing. I don't think anyone in 2021 is marrying completely love see uh this is it's other things that go into it you got to understand how a person thinks about bills what their morals are how they plan on raising the kids it's not just oh my gosh you give me butterflies no more we're living in totally different times what is the the what is the deciding factor though if you can only pick one are we going to be able to survive the apocalypse together <laughs> at this point we are picking end of the world partners choose wisely That's good. Uh, to me then i don't know i could I look at this from a different perspective because I feel like trust is a part of some people's love. Like, mm. I don't trust you. If I don't trust you, it's going to be hard for me to love you. See what I'm saying? Mm. So I feel like it can, with some guys it go hand in hand. So if I'm trusting you, I love you. So I'll marry you for both of those things, which are part of the whole package. Does that make sense? It makes sense. It does. To me, you're seeing it through the lens of like, like a guy will see it. Like a guy sees love as respect. 
mm-hmm. and and trust. Because the thing is, I'm right. I'm not going. I'm not going to be able to love you unless I can take out the thing that is most vulnerable to me, which is my heart. And at the end of the day, or or hand it over to you Correct. and trust mm-hmm. that you're not going to break it, that you're not going to hurt it, you're not going to mar it, but you're going to make it better. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, I I get it back and I go out and do do what I do. But that's mm-hmm. trust. Next week on the Katie Bow Show. Most men don't marry the woman they love or loved the most. They marry the woman that is around when they are ready to marry. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, that's, that's a glass got, half full situation. We got two different, two different yeah, things. Two glass half full situation. I done saint it. That is uh no, I that happens. Because, uh, I need every, everybody to know. Everybody to know. There ain't nothing like, like the Katie Bow Show. show you've been waiting on all day long If an encouraging word is what you need You can always count on KD Never disappointed Right here is where you want to be We can talk about how to get and keep your mind